Not to say that like heart lasts are out of touch with their values necessarily, but there could be a sense of like um, not realizing how important they are yeah, so exactly, that we have that exactly, retroactive exactly, shame. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. heart types and even heart middles have like are much more sensitive about. There's a kind of like identity masturbatory quality. To yes. That's yeah. what it is with heart last is that you're underestimating how much what you're doing in the world could affect you in terms of shame. The big hormone Enneagram. John Lukovic, 415, sexual self-praise, 458, trifix. I'm David Gray, self-praise sexual, 9 with one wing, 974, trifix. What up, it's Emika, I'm an 8 wing 7, sexual self-praise with 854, fixes. Hi, I'm Alexandra, I'm a social self-preservation, 9 wing 1, 963, trifix. Like and subscribe on Apple and Spotify and uh, leave us a review. If you want to support the show with a donation, you can find us on Venmo at Big Hormone and paypal.me forward slash Big Hormone. When else in life will you get this opportunity to hang out with species like us? With the, uh, to be the only, the only social type in a room full mm-hmm. of social, but in a virtual room full of social blinds. You're lucky. You're, You're welcome. So lucky. <laughs> yeah, just it's a growth point, as, really. You get, to, you get to just hang out with unique individuals versus yeah. the boring <laughs> sexual blinds that infest the world. Wow. Uh, yes. We didn't have to go there. <laughs> we can go there. Let's, you know, I was uh, going to say that if you had a social instinct, you would know not to say that, but... No, I, no, no. It would be worse. <laughs> if you had a social instinct. It would be instinct, worse. <laughs> it would just be with gusto. <laughs> I'd, I'd pick social... something else. Yeah, just right. Think God. of us as specimens, Alexander. Just like, look at these freaks in these... Rare birds. Yeah. You guys are just my that... work. You're just my mm-hmm. inner work. <laughs> there you go. Contend Don't... with you guys. <laughs> Don't forget that you fell in love once mm. you entered this circle, mm. so... This whole world that was created by these yeah. freaks. Yeah. We laid the groundwork. I know, yeah. What does that say about me? You wouldn't even yeah, know yourself exactly. without us. <laughs> oh, you'd be a, you'd right, be a lost, yeah, let's lost Bermuda in the yeah. wild yeah. with Alexandra, some DJ nothing wondering what to do with her life. <laughs> Alexandra, you We saved are. you. Jesus Christ. Alexander, Listen, I did not I come here you. to be Every single day you should thank us for saving you're, you. You're yes, nothing. David. You're nothing without us. Oh Nothing. my God. Oh my God. You shouldn't even have started this. No. We were needs... being modest and humble. Oh God damn. <laughs> who needs two fixers when you have the toxicity of a four fixer instead? <laughs> Whatever. You wouldn't be Whatever. anything without us. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> God. Yeah. Okay. That goes gonna, for everyone who's I'm listening gonna... to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to want to collect on this debt at some point. <laughs> All you owe us for your growth. For your growth. Jesus. So yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome for yeah. all the growth. All the growth. No, the therapy bills you guys have charged up. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> all the growths you've grown from being around us, all this festering, all the development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's been a real practice on just staying centered. <laughs> yeah. Just Owning your don't location. Don't want to wash myself into that nonsense. <laughs> Stay here. <laughs> yeah. That's what we um, yeah thank you well thank you okay so today it sounds like you're leading things alexandra finally i know i know that's weird 
Emika, okay, if I'm going to leave things, then I'm going to need nothing from you, okay? Mm. You just You're going to get a lot. Are your, what's your mic at? One to two? Please make that so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just my energy. Bring Deal it down, it. zero to one. Deal, uh, it's Deal a loud it. still. It's still a little loud. <laughs> loud a little lower, please. <laughs> My personality can't turn that down. Yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So today, I feel weird saying today, but. Why? It is weird. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds a little teacherly, but I guess that's the vibe. Um, you are the teacher. Anyway, whatever. Okay, great. So what I've been thinking about comes from a conversation that started with uh, Ikram and Joseph, and then eventually Lewis was added into the mix. This was for Prince's Court. Mm -hmm. um, so when by the time this comes out, people will be able to like go back and reference those conversations to like see the whole progression. So now I'm kind of bringing it to you guys because it's really brought up a lot. And I'm wondering how you guys relate to it being Heartlast also. So mm. basically the talk was... You know, it started off as kind of a general thing, just like a, a kind of general topic to talk about and to just kind of riff off of, which was each last center and talking about what it in feels like to be, yeah, in yeah the um, center orders or whatever, like their own its own stacking in a certain way. What is it like to be heart last? What does it um, look like to heart types or to heart middles? to perceive heart lasts, all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, you take that through all the different orders, what are body lasts like, head lasts like, all that kind of stuff. And, and sorry to interrupt you, baby, but just to mm -hmm. like, because heart lasts is kind of like a new term for us, right? So like, we're talking in trifix, like you have your dominant type, and then you have the two other types of your, your two other fixes have a different order. Yeah, it's, so it's just the order can, of your trifix. Yeah. So yeah, so you guys are all body first. And then mind second, and then heart last. Oh, wow. Yeah, we all. That's right. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I didn't connect that, actually, that it's all three. We have and something then, in common. And then there's Johnny Boy. Beautiful. And then there's the heart. Social, opposite. Social <laughs> mind moment. And body really? last. Aw, we're all the same. It's cute. It's cute. <laughs> John's still opposite, though, so he gets to stay in his four safety zone. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah, so we were talking about that, and I felt, I think up until this point, I had just seen it as, like, honestly, same as this, the same way that I saw the stackings for a while, which was just, like, an order of prioritization, but mm -hmm. with real, like, you know, when I was first feeling out what sexual blind meant, I just saw it as, like, oh, that's the, just the one I don't care about as much. It didn't have, like, deep mm -hmm. implications. Mm -hmm. And through this conversation, I'm seeing that being heartlast kind of does have deep implications and it's still something I'm I'm exploring. Um right. so anyway, yeah, I'm wanting to kind of get your guys what? feedback and just like have a more full conversation on it. Um some of the stuff that came up was this idea that image that the image center is constantly curating their own aesthetic, not just a visual aesthetic, but also energetically and John, you can help me kind of well, fill in the gaps here. You, I mean, you, you jump in, correct me where I'm wrong, but one of the things I appreciate in what you're talking about is you were talking about image in a new way. Yeah. Because often, like, when you guys will talk about image, right or wrong, the impression I'll get is sometimes you're seeing it as the persona, mm -hmm. you know, or just, like, the way you see yourself, right? It's like, 
just kind of um you know and 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 uh that is part of the image but there was a way that you were relating to image not as just what you how you think you look to other people or yourself but like a a kind of tending to your identity yeah yes. a cultivated a cultivated sense of self yeah and i also so there's a lot of implications or a lot of things to tease out from that because i used to think that that was maybe a sexual blind thing where I where like that was stopping me from like curating some kind of thing. I used to think that it was like four versus three versus two, you know, like the hexad versus um, the attachment in the heart space. But I do kind of see as like a through line that people that have heart last, they are really processing the world through like a sensory experience. They are just like existing and finding ways to like keep their comfort or vitality or life force calibrated however they need it to and then processing it through the head center which is like perceptions analysis um directionality all that kind of stuff and then there is the like what is the color palette of like who i am what is have i developed these like key points that make me myself and it specifically is what i've been kind of picking up on is that one of the implications of being heart last is that I have all of these different pieces that I consider a part of me, but the heart center being my last center, I forget to like cultivate it more, mm -hmm. you know? So they become these kind of shelved interests that don't get to see a lot of, um, yeah, a lot of cultivation. They don't get to like bloom because presenting myself the way that I experience myself is not necessarily my first priority. Is that making sense? Like, No, it does. Yeah, yeah, it does. There, yeah, I mean, one way to put it, and you can tell me if you guys might see it this way, but like, you know, it's kind of like, it's not just cultivating stuff, but it's like kind of looping it together in a way that's like, what kind of personal meaning does this have for me as, a, as an entity or something? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so it's kind of like, um, like all th all three of y'all are like super talented and like have things right like that are your things even just in terms of the enneagram like you have your different perspectives you have different things you bring but and tell me alexander if this is like we didn't talk a whole lot about this before this so like yeah. you know i'm still kind of getting the feel for how she's seeing things but um but you know like you guys like even though you're all geniuses at the enneagram there's a certain way that like you don't quite stand in that, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just kind of like a, it's like a thing. It's just a thing you got, rather, you know, and not saying you have to like make Enneagram your identity or something like that, but like yeah, there's yeah. a certain, there's a, yeah, a certain way, like, um, I'm having trouble trying to like finding words for it, but, but do you kind of get what I'm well, just Yeah, yeah. It's, well, I think the way I experience it when I look at someone, someone like Joseph, who's a social type and, our hard type is that his interests kind have to be somewhat filed away and organized in terms of like okay if you're looking at the joseph who has an identity he's seeing his identity as something that he's curating all the time and mm -hmm, so let's right. say he becomes interested in the enneagram or michael teachings or whatever it's like that interest now gets to has to be fit into the identity yeah. in a way that other people can understand oh i'm not just interested in this weird thing just because whatever it's because this is a part of who i am and this is how you should see it mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. and so 
with heart last picture of it right sort of, yeah. he's not leaving it to chance and so it's not just social blind it's also a heart last thing where it's like i just do things and i'm not so invested in making sure i i uh form or curate into your yeah <laughs> how you see it and maybe there's like a, a it's beyond just social blind it's it's another like you're not really curating other people's perception of your identity as well well like yeah. you know being a social blind image type uh you know like i'm not kind of i don't experience myself curating for some kind of audience or like who, who how how somebody could conceptualize my identity based on this but you know i think one way is that my heart thing related to identity you know and alexander again correct me uh is like you know like with my interests like i am my interests right you know like they just i like become my interests and so then like mm -hmm. all my fucking stuff around here in my room and all this shit and you know it's all kind of like like all my artwork it's all like identity reinforcement shit all the time right it's reaffirming mm -hmm. stuff yeah yeah and We're, there's a certain way that i'm like like mirroring myself to myself in a way that's kind of like i see it as like uh like waveforms like colliding over and over again so it's very whatever and i i'm kind of doing that on some i don't know how to kind of describe what that is but i'm doing that all the time for myself whereas i can see heart last you know they can have something really distinct uh but i i, I see like it's it's sometimes like their thing is not like front and center of their personhood I mean, in a certain way one way i'd say it and it's something i think emma and i've talked about relative to like how we are relative to the sexual instinct is it's that we're uh expecting our thing to come through in our beingness in our energetic signature something like that you know it's mm -hmm. it's that kind of thing where it doesn't um there's not a yeah, there's like a not, direct cultivation of it. Yeah, and it's not yeah. as much. It is, you know, like our specialties and expertise or whatever are a significant part of who we are. But there's, um, there's, I guess, the lack of a compulsion to, I don't know, illustrate that or mm -hmm. something or, um. Yeah, well, just, I, just like I think pursue David, it even. I think like, you know, your difficulty writing your book is kind mm -hmm. of a part of that in a way yeah. because it's like your book is not just getting your ideas down, but it's it's kind of an expression of who you are. Yeah. It's an expression stepping of stepping into the role partly. Stepping into your role, but it's like like, you know, even a little bit more internal than that. You know, like writing the book, like I mean, when I wrote my book, for me it wasn't just like I'm gonna write a book and now I'm gonna be known as John and the book guy. It was like figuring myself out and i think that's the part of hardness yeah, that's interesting that you know like like it's like when you're when you're social blind and you see social instinct and you're like oh <clears> social <throat> is just chit chat but then it's actually mm -hmm. this whole other thing yeah, yeah. it's like i can imagine like in this we're i know we're sort of feeling in the dark but like right. you know it's like heart last i think can see heart and be like oh it's just how you represent yourself to other people or how you how you curate yourself and like sure there's elements of that but it's like there's a kind of like identity masturbatory quality to yes that's yeah. what it is yeah. yeah and that's what i was gonna say too because like a lot of this could be perceived and and maybe we can get into this conversation too but a lot of this could be perceived as just like oh it's just a john's a four and it's a hexad heart image type and two has the same kind of ease but even with three 
three cores are obsessed with reaffirming their identity to themselves. Mm -hmm. They get lost in, you know, they get like swayed in like the field of gaze to use Josh's um, language. But it still is like a really strong fixation on like, what does this mean about me? What does this mean about me? Is this perceived in a way? And that is like the quality, of course, as a three fixer, um, I I have to use that one to relate to. Um, But that reaffirming of identity thing is the thing I realized I don't have a firm grip on. Like, I'm Mm -hmm. just not going through the world taking in my like likes and dislikes and then having to update what that must mean about my sense of self and my identity. And then, and then there's the added part of just like, I just really almost never think about like painting myself portrait. You know, and that's kind of how I've been perceiving it the most of just like, I don't really think I've worked on like paint. This is obviously metaphorical. And I think this is Joseph's language, but I've just have not considered that that is like a direct expression of um, a feeling into who I am and expressing who I am. I think it's just like as a body type, I just kind of take that for granted. I'm like, well, but this is me. Yeah. That phrase you used there. uh, What does this mean about me? What does this Mm -hmm. say about me? That's mm-hmm. totally foreign. Right. Yeah. For me. Okay. That's interesting to know. Because yeah, yeah. I, there's just, yeah, there's a lot that I thought I'm was just, just like, it, oh, maybe it's just nine. <laughs> maybe it's triple attachment. Maybe it's sexual blind. But now I'm kind of seeing, like, no, I know sevens and with, then with nine middles and then three lasts that also have this kind of thing where they're just not really thinking. It's almost like, yeah. like image last or heart last. Um, doesn't think to access the image space or the heart space in a direct way. Instead, it has to get filtered through all of this stuff indirectly, mm-hmm. which can cut off access to like, like, like a direct, yeah, like a direct sense of self. So I think two things come up. I mean, one, Emika, like you know, uh, in in a previous relationship, when somebody gave you a lot of, I was just going to mention that. I was just going to mention, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, I really saw myself in that relationship. And I remember after that relationship came to an end, one of the conversations we had was that this was kind of like a an, a vulnerability that I did not anticipate or expect because I wasn't doing this for myself. And so this, you know, this person unintentionally hit on something that was a potent, uh, you know, leverage point where they saw me in a certain way that I wasn't seeing myself. And I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, and so one thing that uh, I made a point to do after that relationship was like, okay, I actually like spent probably like the next year, year and a half, maybe it took about a year of like, I don't, I know myself, but I don't, I haven't specified so many things that were coming up or emerging for me in that relationship. Like I have a lot of self judgments and my own personal philosophies on how people should be. And I have all these things that aren't, that I'm not aware about myself in the sense that there is a self-portrait and it's very distinct, but I'm letting it come up through experience and I need to see myself. I don't want to ever have a situation where someone comes along and they mirror something to me that on some level I'm not aware of, but it is a real thing. And I'm like, oh my God. And so, <laughs> and so I spent a lot of time just um, narrowing down what am I, you know, what are my long-term values? Like what, what is it that, I hate or I find annoying about people. What are some of my own judgments about the way I think people should be? What are some of the things that are minimum base level 
requirements in order for me to get close to people or to be attracted to someone, I think I started to realize like how much that stuff influenced what I was attracted to. So maybe I might be initially attracted to someone, but if these requirements are not there, then I'm going to hate you. And so like, I need to actually look at someone, not just through social, but also through my own lens of identity. identity. And so, yeah, it took a long time and it's something that I spent a lot of time like narrowing down, but it, it kind of gave me a sense of, oh, it's really, I'm already doing this filtering thing, but if you can really, if I can really see myself, it, it becomes really obvious on the front end. No, you know, like this is the no. And it's not like, oh, let's see, let's see how this goes or let's check it out or let's give this a chance. Are you saying um, something along the lines of, I mean, this is something I'd say about myself is that despite, and I don't know how we work this into what we're putting together here, but like I have a pretty strict aesthetic of personality that I'm adhering to. Right? Yes. There's certain things that to me aren't a good look, right? Yes. That are that are personality things, right? And I'm pretty I mean, I'm pretty fucking rigid when it comes down to it about right. that, right? Um <laughs> But it's got a quality, let's see, what might be nonetheless fit into what we're saying is it's, it's almost like, um, well, it's cat-like in the sense that it's like a cat is grooming themselves for themselves, mm -hmm. kind of. Right. It has right. some of that feel to it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like what the fuck is all this, right? And like, right, yeah. yeah. You know, I don't yeah. know, I've never been to your place, David, but you know, like Emika, your, your place has always been pretty blank. Yeah, and I'm not mm -hmm. saying artwork on the wall, but that's just like one example. Like I don't know what is no, that, I'm similar. Wall? I've got stuff on the wall, but it's kind you're, of you're you're more of a visual person. But I have sure. I have my yeah, own I things in other arenas. You're not going to necessarily mm -hmm. see anything on the wall, but I have like music is a big one for me, or mm -hmm. other artwork that I, you know, there's auditory. different ways that. And one thing I figured out, at least one of the exercises that I landed on, is that you kind of have to reinforce yourself to yourself. And, mm -hmm. and so yeah. I do that through, I mean, I do it anyway, but it's just not happening on a regular enough basis. And so there's like, okay, what are some of your baseline sort of identity touchstones? The things that remind yourself, oh yeah, this is why I like to create. This is why I like, and to sort of like re reinforce that. And I've heard like an example of this, um, me and OD have talked about like artist dates. This is something that I, we got from I forget maybe he got from one of these books about uh artwork and it's like a day where you do nothing but just explore whatever it is that you, inspires you to create and that's a way to reinforce like why is it that you love art and so like having some some like examples of art that reinforce that identity I think is mm -hmm. another example of this. Yeah, that's cool. I think also yeah. there's the piece sorry around that <clears throat> aesthetic of personality might be included in what you were saying earlier, Emika, uh, where there are certain styles of personality in other people that you don't want to be associated with. Yes. Because that's, that's uh, reflecting on it's your aesthetic. You. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 I had some experiences of shame where... <laughs> yeah just a few times where i was like the like seeing myself in social space or yeah me too next to a person yeah, yeah. and what that would mean 
yeah, it sort of helped me to see like, where is that coming from? Where is this sort of feeling of, um, I can't believe I allowed myself to be associated with this. And so that means like there are, <laughs> there's an ocean of values, values that are, yeah, yeah that yeah. are, that this is hitting on. So let me like unearth those yeah. values. Yeah. Um, and I do think the values come from the heart center. I, I think it's a, it's a specific because I mean, what's more personal than your values, you know, that in a lot of ways does define your aesthetic self. Yeah, it does define like your likes and dislikes. It, it defines all of your choices in a certain way. Yeah. yeah. So I like that you said that the, your specific value sense, not to say that like heart lasts are out of touch with their values necessarily, but there could be a sense of like um, not realizing how important they are. Yeah, so exactly, then we have that exactly, retroactive exactly, shame. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That, that yeah. heart types and even heart middles have like are much more sensitive about and more much mm-hmm. quick, faster to react and are trying to like, um, what's that word when you're trying to avoid it ahead of time? <laughs> I guess that. Preemptively. The yeah. word. Preempt- Preemptively. Yeah. 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 yeah one of the. Um... Mitigate. There it is. Mitigate. I I also feel like Heartlast arrives at some of their values a bit through trial and error. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah. going through different experiences. Whereas, like, because I've known a lot of my neurotic stuff is like I have this, like, you know, identity, and it's getting put into the world, and mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, oh no, I don't want to be in the world. I want to be in my identity, right? Mm-hmm. But whereas I'll find that Heartlast will kind of like experiment to figure out you know, uh, like what's in that identity core, you know, what's in that yeah. value core. And so it's kind of like, oh, I'll try this. Oh, no, that's not good. That doesn't work for me. Whereas I feel like heart first people generally, it's like, oh, I come with built in of what I'm looking yeah. for. And, mm-hmm. and, you know, so I was thinking, Alexandra, like, because I imagine anybody listening would be like, well, you know, what the like I'm not really still clear on what this is. So like, what's yeah. an example of like the cost or the negative aspects of neglecting the heart center in the way that you're speaking to? Because you you get been alluding to it with like shame and stuff or like retroactive shame or something. But like, yeah, yeah, that's a good question. And I don't have anything like prepared for it. But I have these, um, I don't know, kind of indirect. I don't know, maybe teasers on that because I don't have like the meat of it yet. But like one thing I was thinking about after the call on Prince's court, after one of this most recent one was I was thinking of like your image, everybody's image is actually already there, you know, whether or not it's being cultivated, blah, blah, blah. But there is a certain way that I, my experience as a heart last is like, I actually kind of am unaware of what it is. Like, I know, like I said, I have this retro, I have a shame retroactively uh, when I realize I've been in like a circle of friends that don't align with me or like, I just haven't been in the thing that does feel aligned to me or does feel like really congruent with who I feel I am. Um, I can't remember the rest of that sentence, but one of the things I was thinking of after the call is like, okay, let me take all of the things that I know are me so far what image does that put together? Like astrology, I'm a musician. I, you know, I was an opera student and I was really big into choirs. I know all of that um, falls under uh, music. Even your collages in a certain sense, like, you know, when they feel right to you, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I've noticed with my collages, there is a kind of soft, kind of morose, um, 
you know, kind of quality to it of like, oh, that's also my image center there. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm not totally sure if that answers the question, but it, it, I'm kind of, there's been this um, question in my mind of like, oh, I need to put my image together and like really be living in that more because otherwise the whole body type blob thing really does hold up, you know, mm-hmm. and like the head type just like clusterfuck will hold up. You know, that yeah. kind of stuff. It's like in... It's <laughs> a heartless head type is a clusterfuck. Yeah, totally. Sorry. I, um, but one of the things, like, when we started dating uh, and I went to your place, you kind of, like, um, and, you, and, you, and I think and you saw mine, like, I think one of the early things you said was something about not having, like, stuff that reflected you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, first we thought that was sexual blindness and there's m- maybe some of that in there. But there just wasn't a lot of like, and I know you're more audio than I'm more visual and stuff like that, but there wasn't a lot of identity reinforcement stuff. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know, at that time, I think it's a little different now, but at the time, based on what you like looked around your place, you wouldn't be able to be like, oh, this is the kind of person Alexandra is. Right. Yeah. Based on books and art and whatever you had around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or not enough of it is really what it was. Yeah. 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 Um, and of course, like that is a very, that's an example, very specific to you because you are a very like stuff oriented person. Um, but even in other things, like a a thing that I see with John, uh, being heart first, and I see it with other heart types too, in different ways. Of course, the other heart types I know are threes and they do it in a more indirect kind of like anxious way in my perception. Um, but one of the things that John does that I see as a heart type thing now and not a sexual thing is that he like really, really prioritizes that image reinforcement thing. Like, like having to paint and having to write, he just has to do, even if there's not like a long-term goal with it, if it's not being put to some kind of practical use, but it's just like, this is me, I have to do it. And if Mm. I don't do it, if he doesn't have time doing that, he starts to get, um, yeah, he starts to get a little unnerved. (laughs) Maybe that's not the right word. (laughs) One of the ways I'm understanding this is that uh, the thing that I can do as an assertive type is I'll have an experience and then I'll want to go to the next experience. and, And what happens is there can be a backlog of things that I've experienced that I haven't filed away somewhere. Yeah. In terms of mm-hmm. reorganizing, like, how does this make me feel? How does, how do, how do I see myself differently because of this experience? And so there's right, a time yeah. where you have to kind of like check in with yourself to sort of like, one, not only reinforce this is who I am, but this is who I am with this new input, this new experience. How does this all fit together? Um, <clears throat> and so what might happen is I don't end up doing that until some mishap or some something stops me in my, my path to make me mm-hmm. like, okay, let me go back and reorganize and reinforce and file things away where they belong. Um, usually after a zone, like I'll have like a bunch of impressions and, and mm-hmm. that's like a good time to sort of like, um, basically just reflect on everything, reflect on yourself in light mm-hmm. of everything you've experienced and make sure that, all right, <laughs> here's where I'm going. This is what I'm about. This is why it inspires me, you know, all that kind of shit. How do I feel about this? How do I feel about, you know, does this fit me and all that kind of stuff? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a little bit of overlap in this, which, which is interesting to hear you talk about it with you being sleep last. There's a little bit of overlap. That's specifically in that. why <laughs> I've okay. been doing this. Okay, yeah, yeah. But that's interesting too, because I've been thinking about it in terms of my consume last also. Like something that Joseph said again on that call that you guys will hear is that he'll, um, he will like take in an impression of just like a shirt he didn't think that he liked, but now he likes. And now he has to go and filter that through like, what does it mean about me that I like this shirt now? How do I reconstitute my whole sense of self to fit this new impression in? Mm-hmm. And it's, it's that thing that I'm like, oh, that gives context to what consume is. Yes. Even in OPS of just, oh, it's taking yeah. in of new and then, and the, well, I guess it's a combo of it, the taking consume, in is yeah. consume and then the sleep is like organizing it into what it means. Yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. One thing too, uh, I don't know if we've already kind of side glanced this or not yet on anything that's been said, but like I've run into over the last few years, I guess, um, that the aesthetic that I, that personality aesthetic that I have or, or aesthetic of being almost, I uh, significantly don't realize that there's huge chunks of other stuff that people are seeing about me mm-hmm. and maybe mm-hmm. even seeing about yeah. my yeah. values mm-hmm. <clears throat> and maybe even seeing about like my heart or, you know, my whatever. Uh, and, and I, yeah, I just, it's, uh, I want to fight them and say, no, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm not those things. I mean, it's, it's nothing insulting or whatever that they're saying, generally speaking, but it's, it's but just like, but I, yeah, I'm just not. Yeah, yeah. So I guess part of what I'm getting at is the inaccuracy of perceiving yourself Mm. Being a piece mm-hmm. of uh, the heart last thing, maybe. Here's yeah. here's that one thing. Like heart last plus four specifically. To yeah, me. yeah. One thing that I experienced about that I didn't like is that yes, other people can mirror to you certain things you don't see about yourself, but it's not going to be exactly what I'm experiencing about me. So, for example, it's like you guys can yeah. notice certain things about me, but it's going to be a sliver of the full picture. And so what it felt like is you need to see yourself distinctly so that when someone mirrors to you an aspect of yourself, you're not like, Oh my gosh, like that's, that's so great. And you know, you sort of like take that on, not to say that you take it on, but it's like you let that influence or, or you your self image too much because you're like, Oh, if they're seeing something, maybe it's not really going to be the full picture. Like maybe mm-hmm. you guys are noticing something about me. It's like, okay, maybe right. you're seeing a part of the picture, but if I haven't processed that part of myself, then right. it becomes something that I'm like, well, what is that? And is that me? And, uh, and so it feels like this is work that you have to do yourself. Otherwise other people can't might influence well, your self image more than they should. I, th- I think yeah. a piece to, um, Going with Alexandra's thought, though, there around four fix also is to factor in that you're going to, that we're going to, as four fixers, we're going to have that reflex to say, no, you're not quite getting me. You're not quite, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Like, that's just like literally reflex Mm -hmm. as to wince (laughs) away from somebody, yeah, seeing you 
well, just you're just not going to accept that anybody's seen you mm-hmm. yeah. as well as you see yourself or whatever. Stuff right. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. Where the difference with the three fixers, with the three fixer even last, like me, I, I think there's almost an over eagerness to be like, well, how do you see me? Mm. You know, oh, how can yeah, I, yeah, yeah. what is true about what right, you're right, right, seeing okay, so that I can yeah. like mm. start to integrate that? Yeah. 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 Well, I'll say another another facet too is that there's a thing about when you see yourself that these different parts of yourself are not like disjointed islands that sometimes haphazardly come together. Like it's, it kind of mm. makes me think of something like a an OPS tidal wave where it's like if I'm not like kind of checking in all the parts of my identity, some experience can suddenly bring out a like suddenly create some kind of eruption in mm-hmm. one part of my identity or another. Or I am failing to include this part of my identity to keep maybe like a dynamic going or, you know, if I'm an assertive type, like maybe like there's a, I'm on some kind of kick. I'm on some kind of wave where I keep doing something and I have to keep a certain part of my identity at bay to, I mean, it's kind of, you know, uh, mm-hmm. let's see, how do I, I, know, I think know, I know David, what you're getting at. Without, you know, like without going into what we, we did, like when we you, talked you last can time, if you want. I won't, I won't go into specifics, but just Whatever. like, yeah. there was a thing where. We were working on like this kind of like this like bad image and then this like new part of your identity came in or this like Mm -hmm. old you know this like about goodness Mm -hmm. came in Mm -hmm. and it sort of felt like that where it was like oh there's this thing that's actually really important but it's been over here a little bit yeah Mm, and i'll see that with with like you know I'm, i'm kind of putting it together as i'm speaking but like i'll see that with part last is like i'm like Oh, I already see this in you. Yeah, you yeah, know. Yeah. I already see this yeah. in you and it's sort of like retri- you have to like retrieve different parts of yourself in a certain way. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, you have to like go through some <clears throat> bad shit for those experience those those parts of self to get like like called back the face up enough to like ha- yeah. yeah, to get yeah. woken up and, and put together. Yeah, I mean um without going into the whole thing of what we did, the what one of the things that happened in the breathwork session i did with john is that i had a uh i guess an image abstract image of an aspect of myself that was like at my back let's say flat right and then that it had always been there and it came up and into my chest you know and was three-dimensional and uh yeah and alive um and uh yeah vital and vibrant with life kind of uh feeling and that to me um, it's only just now clicking that that is also partly feels like heart center and image and so forth like it's coming to the front right mm-hmm. so it can be seen right mm-hmm, that kind right, of feeling yeah yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. The w- one thing that the way this is hitting me is that with heart last is that you're underestimating how much what you're doing in the world could affect you in terms of shame yeah big time mm-hmm. yeah That's and really big yeah. time and so i had these moments where i would get a flash of shame mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. and this is the kind of thing that that sort of inspired this sort of like holy shit like not that I don't know who I am, but I'm just doing things that don't align with who I am. Like there's a right, me exactly. that's, there's, there's a me that really cares about certain things and I'm acting against that me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, right. And so, yes, bingo, bingo. That, that's interesting right there. And, and so it felt like 
I need to fucking define this. I mean, as much as I can to like mm-hmm. bring it up so I can look at it. And one of the things I've done is, okay, there are certain things that were permissible before I need to be explicit about, you know, this is actually something that you're not okay with. Yeah, and you cannot yeah. repeat this action mm-hmm. or you cannot repeat this affiliation or, you know, like you have these standards and you need to bring those standards to the forefront mm-hmm. uh, because yeah. you're going to run up, up against this wall of disgust and why keep repeating that? So it feels like heart last is, is having a sort of numbness for, for shame of how, what you're doing yeah. is uh, affecting that um internal value uh so you just can power through a bunch of shit that you don't really give a fuck about or that Mm -hmm. you're gonna be end up disgusted by and then one day you get like a hit of that shame you're like what have i done that's yeah Yeah. (laughs) exactly yeah and it's not moral it's not like a moral thing it's about does this resonate value yeah yeah Mm -hmm. does this resonate with who i am yeah absolutely Mm -hmm. totally yeah and the reason that will happen too is because we are generally trying to solve problems through our core center yes and so we forget that there's like a middle or, you know, a secondary and a tertiary center. And, you know, of course, with um, in our case being heart last. Yeah, there have been a bunch of times where I thought I was having a boundary issue or a sensory issue or even an orientation issue mm-hmm. that really could have been immediately remedied if I could just like, oh, I don't need to fucking understand this or try to get comfortable with it because it is not in alignment with myself. Right. Who fucking cares if I can't make <laughs> this work for me? Mm-hmm. You know, which is kind of interesting because I see that in body last all the time. <laughs> yeah. Where I'll yeah. see them making like a stink around like orientation um, or around like an image or a value thing when it's really just like, oh, your boundaries are just be- you're just uncomfortable, like relax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So yep. this yep. would be the this would be the opposite. And of course, with their with the majority of the world more than likely being heart last, this I feel like this is like important information. Remembering mm-hmm. your values and acting in accordance to them not just in like a body type kind of like one-ish way but just like yeah remembering your values integrating that into your um actions of course as body types i'm going to be focusing on actions but and then also um expressing them i think that Mm -hmm. i'm thinking of astrology too because values is ruled by venus but then the heart is ruled by leo and leo rules expression like the sun is an expressive yes Mm -hmm. so i think what the heart types the heart cores have is that they have a fixation around expressing themselves the way they want to be seen the way they want Mm -hmm. to see themselves of course that gets distorted with um frustration attachment um whatever the third one is and I forget. Yeah. Rejection. Oh, rejection. rejection. Yeah. Who cares about them? You're rejected. We're not here anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it, it's like it's like what you're saying. You know, like as a as a heart type with body last, you know, the humiliation of having to like go to the laundromat, right, is like not mm-hmm. in accord with like oh. this mm-hmm. inner felt sense of whatever I am. You know, it's yeah. like, yeah. Oh, I'm a, a guy who goes to the laundromat and shits and whatever. You know, and it's like body types seem to mention more like this is just what I do. You know, it's right. like no, I'm just no. doing my thing. And, you know, so for me, I mean, I've had to get into my, I mean, getting into my body has been just everything. And, you know, it's just like, I'm still me, even if I'm like choosing what kind of like, you know, toilet paper I need to buy, you know, yeah. it's like, right, right, right. 
Yeah, that's interesting. That would be an interesting talk to go the other way too, because body center isn't necessarily just actions, but it's just like your boundaries, your sense of comfort, your sense of embodiment, all that kind of stuff. I'm wondering how many, well, okay, yeah. But I'm thinking in, in terms of like having it as a last center, I'm wondering how many, how often an image type feels aligned with themselves, but their value or but, but their boundaries are being really disrespected. Oh yeah. You know, sure. but their sense of autonomy is just like nowhere to be seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Yeah. That's so really that, I don't know. That's like, it, I feel like it's just like a new thing totally. to like really explore head type. I don't, I just haven't really <laughs> given that much attention, but being a body type and then being heart last, I feel like that's really come online for me with this. I feel like this is like a whole, could be a whole new deal. I think you know, so like, too. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting to think about the world as a sort of a, I mean, let's just assume that most people are sixes and nines and most people are going to be heart last. And you think about the way we people in mass perceive the events of the world as kind of like a heart last phenomenon in that mm. we're just thinking about, okay, what does this do? How does this affect my boundaries? But no one's really thinking like heinous shit happens in history because people don't can't reflect on what does this say about who I am? Totally. There is saw a trailer it for weak or something. You know what I mean? To be it's like very vulnerable. That. It's yeah. yeah, because it's your heart. Yeah. And exactly. yeah, you're yeah. willing to like almost sacrifice yourself pres well being because like there I mean, like for example, the Israelis just genociding the Palestinians, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. if they thought about what does this mean about me as now yes. that I'm, you know, a genocider after right. having this whole right. you know, experience of genocide in our own past. Now we're the genociders. There's not like, there doesn't seem to be any connecting the dots there in terms right. of what does That's it mean about me. And I'd have to like allow, you know, the Palestinians to like live and all the complications that that means. But it's like, it'd be standing in, you know, identity rather than just my well-being and how, what, you know, mm-hmm. what does this make sense? Like basically things like war, you need, you need heart last in order to. That's right like do things like that you can't you can't go out and do like really brutal things to other human beings if you're really allowing it to affect you so that you kind of have to turn off that heart vulnerability yeah you know one thing that leaders are doing is they're kind of deciding for the heart lasters which is most people where their heart should be and then the heart Mm -hmm. laster sixes, sixes and nines are saying yeah that's what i believe yeah, that's yeah. those are my values, but it's, and yeah. it's indirect too because they're making it yeah. a boundary issue or a secu- like go. an orientation right. issue, right? And so the ba- the the value the kind boundary, of gets decided, yeah. 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 So the value kind of gets decided for you because you're preoccupied with boundary stuff yeah. or with orientation stuff, with building a beautiful wow. wall. Yeah. So that's one thing. Yeah. That's why I felt like it was a, a a vulnerability to address because someone might come along and mirror aspects of yourself that ring Mm -hmm. true maybe because of their own aims and goals for what they want from a relationship with you and if you haven't done if you haven't done that processing yourself to have the full picture of who you are because we're like shame last like numbing ourselves to the shame like someone gets you a hit of of uh, your self-image or what you should care about and if it's not if you're not really centered there you can get pulled into some shit Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, so, this is Josh's language too, but he he calls the um 
the order of the centers. He's, he describes them as being Russian doll nested within each other. Mm-hmm. And so okay. this is just something I'm wanting to like reemphasize that like, yes, the risk of being heart last is that we will get too caught up in body center stuff or head center stuff or, you know, for the opposite, the opposite, you know, mm-hmm. head types will get stuck with head center stuff and then blah, blah, yeah. blah. Um, but that to use this like example of war, that's what's happening. People are, mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know, I can't think of specifics, but it will be pitched as a body center thing. Well, Everyone will be distracted with the body centerness of it and forget to factor well, in their values of like, right. okay, maybe you should fucking be uncomfortable in order to stay aligned with your values. The, you know right. what I'm saying? The, the metaphor of Josh's thing around <clears throat> orientation and mapping and boundary, right? It's, so it's like literally the land or figuratively the land, right? I mean, kind of both, right? Where, mm-hmm. right? where it's yeah. like, what should yeah, the map perfect, yeah. look like? Yeah. Right. Where's the boundary? And yeah, all of that shit. And, and it's not referencing, you know, your heart's intuition about that yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Another thing um, that I'm thinking of is, you know, I experienced with all three of y'all, all of y'all being a lot more sensitive and emotional and, and all that bullshit than I think, and I think now that like, since we've known each other a while, y'all have come all a long way to see it more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think that y'all have all like, I, I saw that shit fucking immediately, you know? Yeah. And, oh, okay. and like, <laughs> y- you know, be, be, I think y'all have had a process, all of y'all in your different ways of like recognizing how sensitive and emotional actually you are and mm-hmm. like having certain needs that you didn't know you had, like, all, you know, just mm-hmm. like with Alexandra, like think back to making nine great again when you're with your mm. ex and we were talking about like, I want to know your emotional location. And you were like, Oh, I can never be with a four. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, n- compared to now, like how you, you weren't know, in touch you, with you, your real heart there. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Your My real heart values. wants to be drowned in love. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, like how lovey dovey you are, how uh, big emotional you are, all these ways that you're saying, like, I didn't know I was this emotional. I didn't know mm-hmm. I needed to be, met this way and this way and this way you know it's like i mean yeah. it's like a whole other thing it's like these the kind of metaphor of islands of self that i was using earlier it was like you had these <laughs> islands but they were kind of like really drifting mm. away from each other mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. now a lot of them at least are a lot closer together and you can access them more and so it's like you know the way you describe yourself previously <sighs> it's just like very very different than how you describe yourself now yeah yeah i thought i was like super chill and easygoing (laughs) (laughs) and like needed a lot of distance and like you were you didn't i mean it seems like you didn't think you were this lovey-dovey right yeah Mm -hmm. yeah i thought i like i said i thought yeah like you said i thought i needed more space thought i needed somebody to be like be busy all the time because i needed that space you know you needed space from your ex that's what you needed (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> he's giving me a lot of space now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> One thing uh, I'll throw in to complicate things, although I think I can weave it into this nonetheless, is like shame has been a huge thing for me, really, mm-hmm. like all my life. I mean, big, big shame. Uh, you know, from you know earliest childhood, um, just being ashamed about my existence in numerous ways is the brief way to say it um but i think the the antidote you know just feeling into it intuitively it just immediately 
rings true would be would have been to have been this whole time uh expressive of who i am in that kind of heart center mm -hmm. way and just making um just being declarative around mm. what i do value and mm -hmm. yeah those yeah, kinds of things with that. that's mm -hmm. just like ding 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 that rings totally. a bell for me yeah well i mean yeah. david like the last zone we had you kind of like let yourself take up space and be seen and be uh -huh. and like you were like it was like the david show you know mm -hmm. it was yeah. great and it, but it was like different than i've ever seen you you know sure. in all the years mm -hmm. knowing each other yeah it was like you were letting parts of your personality show and you were being kind of like diabolical and crazy and all over the place and funny and goofy and rolling around and stuff. And uh -huh. it was like, you know, and the way you were playing guitar and the way that you were like uh -huh. forcing Emika yeah. to do shit, you know, it was just like, it was just like, oh, wow. You know, but it was like, you know, it's no. kind of like what Alexander is saying of like, no. um, I felt like that was you, you know, like, like, all right, body situation, orientation, all right, now I can like be seen and express who I am. Uh, yeah, you know, mm -hmm. kind of felt like a that. A certain kind of Maslow's hierarchy type of thing, mm -hmm. almost. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and Emika's got the same thing. And when Emika, right. you know, does that, like Emika's super fucking soft. You know? That's right. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. And, and he allows I mean, himself think, to go to the back rooms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah just, just think of how you are at the zone where you're just sitting there like a big lump, and you're just like like smiling and like making yeah. taking care of everybody. You know, yeah. and like uh, sure yeah, he's yeah. fed and all Maybe. that shit. You know. Oh. <laughs> yeah creamy yeah creamy yeah egg. yeah yeah i mean there's even something to be said that all three of us go to um part types in integration mm, that's three, true. two and three that's true. oh that's a good point yeah 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 i think one, one thing that comes up for me with this as an assertive type is that i can get caught up in you know this is the way this is the next thing to do like this is the next thing to assert on and so like a new opportunity comes along as like I can do that. There's like a sense of I can do anything that comes along and there's there's a you're not really but should I or do I want to? Am I yeah, right, even exactly. into this? And so I've had to really work on catching myself and trying to use different filters to slow myself down of I need to let this sit with me long enough mm. enough for me to find how do I feel about this? Like I cuz I part of the assertiveness thing is to push away from that mm -hmm. just to do just to get it done mm -hmm. you can just you can just keep asserting because if you actually allowed something to um affect you in that way it would slow you down mm -hmm. yeah yeah with so, nines i bet it's like what can i get comfortable with is mm -hmm. there without checking my identity <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. interesting one mm -hmm. one thing too stemming off of my last comment is like um my sense I might have said it before on the pod, but my sense of what I'm doing with people in general, <clears throat> in kind of almost all contexts, I mean, this is in the background, not conscious at all, but is that I'm tricking everybody, right? Like I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know, <laughs> just, uh, I don't know, I'm pretending in my day job to be a professional. I'm uh, <laughs> pretending, even with you guys, to, on one level, I'm pretending to be a person who knows about the Enneagram, and I'll do these uh, wizard, you know, purple-colored wizard okay. magic, and hey, I, I dazzled them, okay, so I can stay in and with them for a little while, 
maybe because I tricked mm. them. You know what I mean? That's mm. not the entirety, but there's that mm-hmm. that's a piece. That's interesting. In yeah. in my relationships. So it's almost yeah. like so, the full self isn't really uh I mean I I, I get I kinda get what you're saying. It's like there's a disconnect between the things that I do and, and who I really am. And mm. like it's not like a fully integrated me that's here. If mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, and 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 so like tricking means I'm not again being my my well, I'm not fully embodying that part. Yes. The full, mm. you know, inflated expressing yeah. expressive mm-hmm. heart self. Yeah. Yeah. Something that comes up around that too is like I wonder if there is a collective um like if a heart last has a direct relationship to how we value ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. of just like like I I don't like that this is the phrase that comes up, but just like what we bring to the table. I don't mm-hmm. mean in terms of like companionship or attraction or um you know whatever the self prize word is but but just like this is like why i'm valuable this is what i should be valued Mm -hmm. for that's a good because i know value gets attributed to three a lot but uh, it's because three can outsource it too much but it still Mm -hmm. is like four and two still know exactly why they should be valued you know there's there's a preoccupation in all of that four is i'm valued because i'm unique uh, three is valued because I'm excelling and because I embody your values. And then um, two, is two is value because I'm full of love and kindness and power compassion. Of love. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and, and also uh, the two hexad types are always stemming off of the attachment type at the yeah. center anyway. That's right. It's all about me. So I think that was Triple a big deal for me. <laughs> what you're talking about was like an unintentional benefit of doing this kind of exercise is that maybe as a social social blind and heart last it's hard to hold on to what do people value about me and even it's not even necessarily that question what do people value about me it's like what do i value about myself like what do i think is valuable about myself Mm -hmm. and so there's a certain level of being able to see yourself this paint this portrait of who you are that you're like oh i really like that portrait and and so you're not like sitting there waiting for like putting all this weight on sexual attraction that, oh, I want to be wanted. And it feels like a nebulous sense of I want like wanting to be wanted, but not necessarily knowing the portrait of what is wantable about mm-hmm, you. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I think getting clear on that sort of thing is like, oh yeah, this is this is the genre. This is the who I am. Like if you were genre, to te- I think it's a heart word too. Yeah. Yeah. This is yeah, the genre yeah. of who I am. This is what's and in a way it makes it easier for me to say, oh yeah, if I'm this, then this is why I have these shame reactions to aligning with these, you know, or being in the same room with this these people. Like it makes it really clear what type of person you're curating. What type mm-hmm. of things you're into what type of people you want to be around and so i thought it was a very it's a very important exercise that made me more settled in myself in a in a way where it's like it's, it's easier for me to um my yeses and nos are much clearer to me because i have a better sense of the genre of emica you know mm, yeah yeah that's mm-hmm. great yes yeah, so that's what i've been thinking about that's cool been, that's great yeah i feel like it's been um I feel like there's a, a ton more to tease. Oh, yeah, here's something else I wanted. There's so much. Yeah. 
here's one thing I wanted to say too, is like, I, and this is just like for the listeners or whatever. Um, I don't want anybody to think that we are conflating heart, um, the heart center with like kindness or compassion yeah. or empathy right, right, right. even. Yeah, none yeah. of that because no, there are important. still going to be like twos and threes and fours that are like evil and fucked up and like mm-hmm. don't give a fuck about you like it is yeah. the narcissism of the heart type okay so here's i'm interrupting myself to just say like i have You're always seen john a narcissist I, <laughs> well there's a narcissism in the heart center <laughs> yeah. you know and like sure. um so yes <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> um, <laughs> um but the narcissism in the heart center comes from like it, it being kind of a me fixation, right? Like, who am I? Am I being affirmed? Yeah. Am I, mean, I affirming myself? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And figuratively. Yeah. yeah. And so I've always um, seen that as like, I've always attributed it to like, I don't know, just seen that as something I don't need to cultivate because yeah, I'm just yeah, like, yeah. that's narcissistic. I don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. But mm-hmm. the cost of not having done that is in a certain way not like cultivating my sense of self, not cultivating my own self image and kind of like leaving it up to other people. Healthy self-interest. Healthy Mm -hmm. self-interest. Yeah. 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 That's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I find myself that I'll express certain, like I'll catch my own expressions of my own values, but they're happening in real time and I'm not really collecting them. I'm not like organizing them. Mm -hmm. And so it feels like maybe I'll, when I listen back to, listen to myself on one of these pods or videos that we've made it's like i'm seeing myself as someone else would see me and i'm feeling like oh i didn't realize i felt that strongly about that you know that you know like like (laughs) you're not you're seeing like a reaction where you're like oh that's you know you're just reacting in real time but you haven't actually reflected on the severity of that reaction (laughs) You're right. So, yeah, you know, it's interesting. So yeah. it's like I really don't like this person. Actually, like I, I, yeah. I should should think about you know <laughs> right. why that is. Where is that coming from? There's like intense reaction to this that I haven't processed. Where that you know intensity is coming from? Yeah, I relate to that. A lot. You know that sort of thing. Now this is an interesting topic. I think we yeah. talked about this briefly at the live pod for like ten minutes. We talked about the different. Oh. Somebody asked a question about it. So that's I was remember we talked that's about true. this before. Yeah, but, I think it was like our impre- our like sensory impressions of what yeah, they each yeah. feel like. Yeah, yeah. And not like the experience of it. This is really nuanced. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, man. All right. See y'all next week. Yeah. yeah. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye, bye guys. <laughs> Peace be with you too. <laughs> دال الفراق وانت الغريب تقولي ارجع يا غالي دال الفراق وانت الغريب